Cross your fingers. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Sky Squids. My name's Ambrose Ayala, and I have my host here, Marlon Williams. AKA Black Zeus. Oh, is your mic on? No? Oh. Now it is. No? Check, check, check. There, there you go. We in there. Minor technical difficulties, guys. We run into them all the time, but um, we're getting better. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there with these lives. So I know we're a little bit late. I know uh, we haven't been doing our the promos like we should. Um, sometimes life gets in the way, so I want to apologize. We will start to uh, make sure that these things are going out. But thank you for joining us. We're talking about so many different things that are exciting. And uh, I don't know what to start with first. I really don't. I don't know. We have some celebrity gossip. We're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to talk about the new movie Nope by Jordan Peele. Yeah. And we just saw that on uh, Sunday. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm, I saw, look, I'm I saw wearing my, my John X Wan shirt. This, oh, this yeah, time. yeah. We I didn't have them. Shout out. Yeah, we didn't have them. But um, supporting Sky Squids. Sky Squiz. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just saw it on Sunday. And I don't know, should we do that first or should we do the other stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Either either way, either way, either way. I feel I feel like I feel like um either way, either way, either way. Either way, right? I mean, cause like, cause like I mean, note falls into like the conspiracy theory like kind of area. It's falls yeah. into like obviously pop culture because Jordan Peele's doing a whole lot of new stuff. So I mean I feel like we can really start anywhere and then we can bring it back to that if we need to. Right. Or but you said you had some celebrity gossip. Yeah, know. let's start with some fun celebrity gossip because uh some of this stuff you might not know. Let me start with the easy one. Justin Bieber's pregnant. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding guys. I'm kidding. So the first uh, one is you guys remember this guy? The Leave It to Beaver Man. I don't even know how that is. That is, uh, oh, what man. did he do? He was on Leave It to Beaver. You don't remember him? He was the older brother. I'll show uh, you a picture of you him. Yeah, show me a picture. Oh, we gotta talk about Ricky fucking Martin. Oh my god. Oh, you think it's true though? Well, he's. Th- well, no, let's talk about this guy. Let's yeah, talk about this guy. Leave it to Beaver. He died at seventy-seven. Um, oh. If you guys don't know, I, I like Leave it to Beaver. I ain't gonna lie. I watched a couple of episodes. Leave it, it to Beaver was bomb. Yeah, and this is him. That's him right there. You remember? Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Tony Dow. Oh, he the black and white. Like, he was on. Wally in Leave it to Beaver, nineteen fifty-seven. All right, all right. Yeah, he's may gone. that man rest in peace. Rest in peace. He, he 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 provided uh, tons of memories. For yeah, us and our a child. I like Leave It to Beaver. It was good. It was good. But um, oh wait, Ricky Martin. You know I forgot about that. Man, so one like Ricky Martin is kind of like a staple in like the LGBT like community. community. He's like a super mega star, all that stuff, right? And then he comes out and it's just like, oh dang, like we we kind of already knew, but we glad you finally told us. But um. Supposedly, he was having a sexual relationship with his nephew, and I guess the nephew didn't want to be in that situation anymore, and um, supposedly, Ricky Martin was stalking them, stalking the nephew, and there may have been like a case of domestic violence, but... um, You know, it's one of those he said, she said things, because we haven't heard anything from Ricky, right? 
But it's like you, when you're that level of a celebrity and that type of like drama comes out, you can't say nothing, right? Kind of like the Me Too movement. Is, yeah. it, is it real? I don't know. I, I don't know. It was, it was a shock when I saw it. When I saw that happen, it came up on uh, what TMZ, the Shade Room. It yeah. came on all those things. I was like, what? Is this real? I thought they were trolling. I thought so it was like, like, if you guys haven't heard, again, it, um, uh, Ricky Martin's nephew claims he uh, he and uh, Ricky Martin shared a romantic relationship and he dropped allegations. Oh, he's actually dropped them. Oh, he dropped allegations? He has, it says, a nephew of singer Ricky Martin who claims he and Martin shared a romantic relationship has dropped allegations of harassment against the pop star. A judge lifted a temporary restraining order against Martin on Thursday at a hearing in San Juan, Puerto Rico. According to the police spokesperson, Axel Valencia, the order will be achieved since there Archive. is nothing... Cr- oh. Sorry. I read it wrong. No, you're fine. fine. Archive. <laughs> Archive, since there is nothing criminal pending against Martin. Oh, so they don't have any Ooh. evidence. Well, there you go. Well, or that or the Illuminati got a hold of him. He's like, uh, here, you guys handle him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ricky Martin's one of us. Get him off the map. Right. Um, but see, like, I hate. Okay, so like, it, it's stuff like that that really be like throwing me off because it's like, all right, one, is it true? Is it not true? Right. Right. Then we'll never like, know. We don't know who's on that. Then we don't know who's on that Giselle Maxwell list, right? Like, what right. if Ricky was on that list and then this happens? It's like, nah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like this is one of those situations where we got so much going on between hashtag Me Too, between Pizzagate, between Jeffrey Epstein. It's like, and it's all these high profile like celebrities from everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? So, and it uh, says here the accuser confirmed to the court that his decision to dismiss the matter was his alone without any outside influence or pressure. Joaquin, uh, might butcher his name, Joaquin Montserrat, Montserrate, Matizino, Carmelo Davila, and Manzanet Pastrana said, that's his name. Good. That's his name. Oh my God. That's name. He said this was never anything more than a troubled. Indiv- oh. Uh, oh. That's what the attorney said. He said this was never anything more than a troubled individual making false allegations, with absolutely nothing to substantiate substantiate them. They added, "We are glad that our client saw justice done and can now move forward with his life and his career." See, I hate stuff like mm. this because it's like even okay, so like all that right. But and he's always going to have that like stain on his career that this allegation was out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you never get that. Like it could have been his Illuminati humiliation ritual. I didn't think about that. It could have been. Yeah. It really could have been though. And it also says uh, Ricky Martin scheduled to perform at the Hollywood bowl with Los Angeles, uh, Philothromic on Friday. So, you know, that's just probably a way for everybody to watch that now. Cause everybody's going to watch it to see up. how his performance is. And if, you know, they yeah. just want to see him. I don't know. I, man, be, I totally though. forgot about that. It could definitely be one of those like humiliation rituals. And then like next thing you know, Ricky Martin's going to have But like, Ricky a Martin's bomb married Martin. too. So I wonder if that bomb word. Album in a new, in right. <laughs> I wonder if it ruined his marriage a little bit. I mean. Unless they knew it wasn't true. But I guess that does depend on if it's true or not. Mar- Marlon, you don't know that about this one, but. Uh, Chantel and Pedro from 90 Day Fiance, and now they had um, their own show. So they're getting divorced. They they came on 90 Day Fiance, Chantel and Pedro, and their story was so good and compelling that they actually um, had their own spinoff show. 
the, fam, oh, where, where? the fam, it's called the family Chantel on uh, TLC and uh, discovery plus. Okay. So I I've watched all these episodes. I'm a 90 day fiance fanatic. And uh, so th- wait, this is see, the, oh, they were here. This is the third season. So wait, no, wait, this is the third season of their, their, of their show, the family Chantel. Yeah. Oh, damn. They, They've that, been doing they, really that, good. That, yeah, good. That show was so good. If you haven't seen it guys this, seen it. for real, it's really good. But, uh, it says uh, apparently uh, on TMZ, um, who uh, Pedro filed for divorce from Chantel, and uh, she also he also said that she took two hundred fifty seven thousand dollars from their bank account. Hey, she's smart because I saw that episode of Ninety Day Fiance, and Pedro is not acting right. First of all, they moved into a brand new house. Um, Chantel was in school. She she was in school, and then. Um, uh, he was the one that was working until she graduated. He was taking care of their one bedroom apartment okay. or whatever they had. Okay. And then uh, when she graduated, she got a job and uh, they had enough money because then he started doing real estate. So he's learning that and she's making money being a nurse now. Okay, cool. So, so they got, they got nice a house. Income. They got a really good house and everything. And then it just season three that their, their marriage just started to crumble to the floor. And it made me really sad because honestly, the whole all the way from the beginning of their story to the end, the, they were really in love with each other and they were fighting to be together. But their families hated each other. Oh, really? Yeah. So bad. So, Wait, so are they both from because I'm not familiar with Nadia. Oh, well, she's are from, they both from America. She's they live in Atlanta. Um, She's in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta now, but he's from the Dominican Republic and his family's from the Dominican Republic. OK, so uh, uh, Cause the that's the thing. With the, that's what the thing with Nadia Fiance. Like there's always like one person's outside the country and then one person's American. Then they come into America and they got to get married within. 90 days. 90 days they have I've 90 days to to but that they, they hit so Chantel and pedro met when they were she was trying to learn spanish and they hooked them up together to learn uh, from each other he was learning english she was learning spanish okay that's fair and so off. they ended up falling in love she went down to oh. dominican republic and i, I you know I, you could really see the love and feel the love between them on camera who knows if this is all uh, a ploy to put them together and make all this i don't know who knows i think it was real but anyway now they're getting divorced uh their marriage is unraveling on season three and man i feel so bad for them i feel because what are they having problems with just what uh, too busy or like pedro start you know and i get it you know pedro's in america now he finally got uh gets to do what he wants to do in his career now that she has her career established so he wants to be a real estate agent okay so he starts working at this uh company that has a lot of uh mexicans working there it's a mexican real estate company so yeah. he feels at home uh or let he's with know. his people yes he's yeah. with his people he can speak his language you know so he's comfortable there he likes being around them and i get that you want to make friends and um be around the company that you're accustomed to and oh, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think he had that in atlanta probably not right he didn't probably have that not. in atlanta so uh, he finds a family within them and he starts hanging out with them. He's just always. And then when he comes home, he's like, you haven't washed the dishes. You didn't clean the house, all these things. And uh, she's like, well, I work for 12 hour shifts. Yeah. So I, as a nurse during COVID, right, doing all kinds of cleanups, doing all. So when I come home, she's like, I want to sleep. Yeah. I want to sleep for the first whole day. Then the next day I'll get up and clean for the next couple of days and cook dinner and all that. He wants, he wants it done every single day, no matter what. 
which that's not compromising. That's not a marriage. That's a slave. Um, and he, his, his deal is that, oh, when you were in school, I paid all the bills and I cleaned the house. Okay. Think about it. That's a one bedroom apartment. That's probably like less than 500 square feet. You clean, yeah, so that's it, easy to clean up, now. right? You got a whole house now, bro. Right. You got yeah, a whole unreasonable. two-story house. Yeah, he'd be unreasonable. Yeah. So she took the money. I think she should have took that money because, whoa, you know. Whoa, whoa, oh. He paid for her college. No, he didn't pay for her college. She paid for her own college. He, su- he supported their bills in their apartment through it through okay. while she was in college. He okay, didn't pay for her still, school. Okay, so fair. If she wouldn't have been able to go to school if he wasn't paying those bills. She was still going to school. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is is she was able to go to school with the freedom of being able to pursue that career mm-hmm. because he was fronting everything else financially for her one bedroom apartment that they got together. But she was living with her parents in school and she could have stayed there had he not came into her life. So they were living separately while she was going to school. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then what was he paying? for? Oh, him? no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying they got together while she was in school living with her parents and they were taking care of her and putting her, uh, uh, you know, living, living at their house until they got through school. So if she never would have met Pedro, she just would have lived there with her family until she graduated school and then bought her own apartment or house or whatever she wanted. So, oh, so yes. then Pedro wasn't paying. So what I'm trying to get at is, is was Pedro financially supporting the family while she was going to school? He was supporting them two only in their one bedroom apartment. Okay, regardless if it was a one bedroom apartment, I'm saying like, but he was financially applying for the family Mm -hmm. while she was in in college. Yeah. Okay, then. So, I mean, like, that's like, that's a fair trade off. It is, but at the same time, she sponsored him for 10 years, you know. For what? When when you agree to marry someone, and people that don't know this, when you marry an immigrant, you have to sponsor them, is what it's called. And you're responsible for them financially for the next 10 years of your life until they have a citizenship, no matter what. Well, I mean, in this particular case, she's not really financially obligated because she has her own money. He has his own money. Well, if he ever lost, like if they split up and he ever lost his job or needed medical care or anything like that, she would have to pay for it no matter what. Yep. Well, I mean, she signed up. She knew what she was signing up for. Yeah, but I just think it's wrong because in season three... I'm just saying, three, I don't think she took that man's money. It was their money from the show, I guess. I don't know. I don't know who how they got all that money. I'm thinking it's from all their seasons of the show. Oh, that's just my... I guess that was my original point. If yeah. She, if it was like... If... if I'll put it like this. If you marry somebody and y'all get... Uh, like in their particular case, they probably had a joint bank account, right? Just because the marriage is going bad, that doesn't give you the right to start taking money out. You still have it's, to like... That's true. I understand. You still have to monitor the money as if like y'all are both splitting or whatever the original agreement is. Just because you mad doesn't mean that you get to like say, well, I'm going to take all your money. That's like... I mean, like, they would not be in their financial... Put like this. They wouldn't be in the financial situation that they're in right now if both of them didn't equally build what they have now. They wouldn't have that three-season show. Right. They would have never been on 90 Day Fiance. Right. They never... Like, everything that they have, I guess, financially is because they both worked together to build it. Yeah, it may not be working now, and I get that, but that doesn't... If she really did, like, siphon that money out just for, like, personal use, I feel like that's kind of, like... That's like a low blow because it's just like I get you mad and you have the right to be mad if the if the marriage and everything's not going the way that you want. But that doesn't like I don't feel like that. 
obligates you financially to have have the money like that like you i think be what adult. she was scared maybe she might give it back but i think what she was scared about is you know the whole time they were married it, it, it was going from her family saying he's using you for citizenship he's using you for sit that's the whole thing that they kept saying from the very beginning right so i think maybe she did get scared because in season three Chantel, she starts noticing that he's going with this female from work every day and then um what did she say? One day he came home and uh, his car wasn't there. The The girl from his job dropped him off and had his car. And she's like, why does she have your car? And why is she dropping you off? And oh, why no, is no, her no. name on your keychain? Yes. Okay, yeah, he doing too much. And I think she got scared thinking maybe my family was right. You know, maybe he is trying to. So I'm going to take all this money because screw him. He used me to get citizen. I don't know. That's allegedly, guys. That's my thing from watching it. Yeah. I mean, if he I mean, I get it. I mean, if he's messing up. Yeah, I get that. Like you. But but the money part that man's yeah. money is not because you put like this. She wouldn't have 250 K to steal if they didn't have such a good relationship to be put on TV, right. right? If he had just came over here and they was just doing this with no TV time, there wouldn't be 250K for you to steal. So for me, it's just like, that's kind of like, uh, how do I say it? It's like, I don't know. It's just like, it's just like, I get you mad, but it's just like, y'all earned that money together. So no matter how effed up the situation is, it's like, I just feel like they should still be Maybe she thought he was going to take it. I don't know. We don't know what that happened could be behind true, the, though. I you could know, maybe too. she thought, hey, maybe he's going to take it since he's using me. He's going to take all the money. I'm, I, I might as well take. I don't know. Chantel is a very nice person on the show. You and got I, a good point. You I feel like point. she's super reasonable, uh, you know, up until this where she took that money. I think she's been always reasonable and nice and willing to talk. And she shows that in the show. Yeah, because I don't know. The, I don't know the dynamic. Yeah. I don't know the, the dynamic. And, and Pedro used to be that way, too. But his act, like he doesn't seem like the same person at anymore all? at all. You know what? To be honest with you, it might be a safety net because if if they get divorced, he got to go back, right? Yeah, so he does. So then, and okay, so okay, or maybe I she doesn't vouch. want him to stay in the U.S., so she took all the money and said, "You don't have no money to pay for an attorney." No, no, no. I'm saying like oh. maybe she's thinking in her mind like he knows that if this doesn't work out, he has to leave. So yep. maybe he'll take all the oh, money, yeah, knowing that, that he'll no longer be able to be on the show. That he'll too. no longer be able to make any money. And then he won't be able to do real estate here. So he's going to, so in another aspect, he, she might've been thinking like, well, let me get a little piece of the pie because he might try to take everything before he has to go back. And run he don't, with it. Yeah. Cause yeah. what is he going to do financially if he has to go back to, uh, where's he from? Dominican Republic. Okay, so I mean, her siphoning some money out. I mean, maybe it is a safety net on her part. I could, I could, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I can see it both ways. I can see it both ways. From from, and I bet you that that right there though broke the marriage even more because now there's a trust issue. So oh, hundred percent, it's probably over. I like 100%. them together. I was really rooting for them. Honestly, this show was really good too. If you haven't seen it, Damn, and now it, I kind of want to watch it. But that's three seasons. What's it on? You man, said it's on Discovery, Discovery Plus? Plus and TLC. No, nah, man, I ain't paying for it. <laughs> streaming service. Man. And I'm not giving you my password. <laughs> That's the fifth password I've been giving you. <laughs> I'll hack it. Matter, I'll hack your password. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, hopefully it works out. Chantel, you want to come on the show Sky and talk Squids. about it? Let us know. <laughs> I sent you a Sky Squids email. Oh, yeah. Put your password in. It needs to be changed. It's been 90 days. Oh, my God. Um. Ooh, we should reach out to them. See if they'll. All right. Uh, Chantel, come on the show. Nah. Either one of them. Okay, so this. Oh, but story, you don't like the you don't like the guy, huh? But I have Pedro on. You know, I I like to. We don't really know what happened in their marriage, so 
I'd, I'd take both sides of it. Y'all want to come on the show and argue? Let's go. Ooh. Let's talk it out. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe we could even bring therapist Amy on. Y'all could talk it out with her. Hey, <laughs> hey, look, we might get a spinoff. I know, right? Get the ratings up, baby. Man, this one's kind of sad, y'all. Uh, this is, uh, I guess I should say, it's a trigger warning um, to let you oh. guys know what we're going to talk about next. Um, it does, We do discuss animal animal animals dying i guess What's i should the, say oh yeah so oh, i thought you were about to show like a something graphic oh yeah. no it's not i wouldn't put anything up graphic to scare anyone but um so basically aj ross is the woman in the picture and that's her dog there uh kobe i just saw the title man you know this really upset me not because i have dogs but because i have animals and i love animals and uh uh, she this, really happened? this this happened last year i believe and they just now put it on tmz um they're just now reporting it because i guess she's doing this lawsuit against uh pet smart oh because she probably couldn't put no information out or whatever yeah right? because of the ongoing lawsuit but what happened is she took her dog there's a video on tmz um if you guys want to look at it but she it's very graphic i'll tell you i mean it's not graphic in the sense that you're gonna see blood or anything it's just very sad at the end so she takes her dog in and she's walking him in and he's well behaved he has a shirt on and everything you know animals not if they're not well behaved you're not gonna have a shirt on them because they're gonna rip it off or they're not even gonna let you get it on them right they're gonna be all freaking out and mm -hmm. so that says a lot about the dog right so um she goes into PetSmart and and says, I just need a routine nail trim for my dog. And they're like, okay, cool. And they grab the leash. They walk the dog back there. It's all on camera from the front to the back. So it shows you on TMZ the whole incident from beginning to end. And uh, if you've ever been to PetSmart, you can see the groomers through the side window. Yeah, like we get past the dog food and everything. Yeah, you can watch them as your dog gets groomed or whatever. So she puts her dog in there. What did we... It does it every once in a while. Oh, it's, no, it's been on that, picks. though. Oh, has it? Um, Sorry, guys. Are we frozen? I don't think so. Our feed says good. It says green on this Yeah, side. it sure does. If our feed is frozen, guys, let us know. Um, no, we're good. Okay, cool. Let me get off the Wi-Fi just in case. <laughs> No, I'm hardwired in, but I don't, you know. Oh, you yeah. Oh, okay. But anyways, uh, she takes her dog into PetSmart, and uh, they they walk the dog to the back. And as I'll play it for you, so you can watch it as they're doing it. Um, so that look at how she picks up the dog. She does not lift. She lifts the dog by the shirt. That for so that's number one. She lifts the dog by the shirt, the Why back of his shirt. By the underbelly. Why wouldn't you put your hands underneath that dog and put him on the table? That was yeah. number one. She lifted it up by the back of the shirt. So what does that do? It puts stress on their their uh, right the here high, upper like legs. The whatever yeah, it is. this area and here neck. and their neck. Their neck gets choked by that shirt. So she gets the dog up on the table. And look, she's hooking him up to the hook. Oh yeah, you got to put the thing. I know you got to put the thing on their neck or whatever. Damn, so they they put it on her neck. They rough. don't they don't eat. Look, they put the muzzle on and they're trying to cut this dog's nails. Then they put another leash on it because the dog is obviously in pain from this. So you're yeah. cutting into the nail bed or something, right? So 
Then doing after something wrong because that dog they're doing something be doing wrong. He he can't breathe, and you can tell something severely wrong with him. And then next thing you know, he just slumps over, and it's so sad. He um he choked on on the table right with these two PetSmart employees. Uh, you know he's obviously struggling. Look at him; he fell over, so he can't breathe now because his oh, legs yeah. are in oh, the air. Oh my god! You can see how tight it is on his neck. Yes, and they don't care. They're just trying to get his nails trimmed instead of worried about what's going on with his breathing. And now they cut his nails and look at him. So he goes limp, and man, it, it's just it's very graphic, guys. It's sad because what? Yeah, look at him. Oh, a poor baby. Man, I felt so bad for this woman. If they did that to my dog, I would have attacked them on site. So the fact that she came in there and and went back there and she comes back and like, what's going on? And she runs, you know, walks back there and she's trying to rub her dog and make her dog wake up. And he still is not moving. He's unresponsive. And so Bruh. she just grabs him. She looks like you can't really tell, but she looks kind of calm because maybe she doesn't understand but look at him his body's limp he's long he's sl- he, he, he's, he's slumped long. over he's like and she's holding him they're trying to rub him and figure it out these employees here are not even concerned they don't even have a sense of urgency for the fact that you might have just killed this dog yes and they're holding him trying to rub him and check his his heartbeat and he's gone this poor baby and this chick is over here just on her clipboard like nothing's wrong yeah so it's, it's a very upsetting video from PetSmart, like, and, and they want to release something saying that, you know, okay, but let me tell you this. Hold on. <sighs> this is upsetting. This uh, happened at the PetSmart in Pittsburgh, no, Pennsylvania. No, no, no. PetSmart need to get flamed up for this. Yeah. It, it's really sad. Uh, it was 10 minutes and this dog had died. So uh, wow. let me see. PetSmart and and she claimed, let me see, according to documents on TMZ, Ashley claims PetSmart has allowed this to happen to other pets over the years. Upwards of 47 people have alleged or 47 animals have allegedly been killed by PetSmart groomers since 2009. So a rep for PetSmart comes out and they say all of us are heartbroken by the sad story, blah, blah, blah. Like companies always do. This this is where these large corporations try to come in and, and they're trying to make excuses and say, oh, well, we've serviced over 13 million groomings and everyone has been happy. We don't care about that. That doesn't matter. That, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That doesn't bring her dog back. That doesn't bring all the other people's dog back. It's careless people like that in the video. Ah, man, that, that video upset me. But they had the, the, the right one today because um nah, they gonna get flamed now they're getting that. sued but if it were me i would have attacked on site i'm, I'm just saying i would have attacked on site and this ain't even the first time PetSmart has been into some uh allegations with people's dogs is like I'm, i don't think so like uh-huh. i think i think this is I, I i can't say exactly what the other thing was or not yeah. but um i know for a fact this is not the first like uh, lawsuit or allegation towards PetSmart. I think the other ones may not have ever went to court, uh, but this is definitely not the first allegation. Definitely Man, that, that video made me so mad. It I can imagine if they did that to Duke. I would, dude, I'd be in jail. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd be, I'd in, be in jail, jail. too. I'll slam them two people together. 
I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, oh right. my god. Yeah, I would have went back there when I saw my dog. Like, maybe she was looking for food or something while her dog was in there because it, it all happened in ten minutes. Ten yeah, minutes. She's probably shopping. Shopping, thinking, oh, my dog's just gonna get their nails trimmed and yeah. and that's it. And next thing you know. If I walked back there and they told me that Jiggy was dead, oh man, I would have lost it. I would have oh. set Pet Smart on fire. I'm telling you, that lady would have been in a chokehold <laughs> up against that glass. Like, and man, I been like, do you want to see how it feels? Right. Let me get this fucking shit around your neck. Right. Like, so give me your re- neck. Rest in peace to her, uh, man. I-, I felt so bad when I read this story that I actually reached out to this woman and told her how how much at, you know i cried after the video i i i'm not I, i'm not scared to admit that it made me cry that's how bad it was i was like man that's terrible man like and all you had to do okay once she wasn't even gone all you had to do was be like look you know we want to clip the nails but we just don't we can't get the dog to settle down or to your do dog it. doesn't need one because why was this yeah. like moving around like that if it wasn't uncomfortable right or come back here while we're cutting the nails and maybe try to calm the dog down because you maybe the, it, it'll feel more comfortable with you here like yeah but to like oh we're gonna put we're two just gonna straps around straps around neck your and neck and, and you fell over and we don't care oh he's still now we can cut his neck now you nah. cut his nails and he's dead right that's why you just can't trust everybody with all your stuff Anything this is that's look you, and and marlon knows how sensitive i am with my dogs and i you know this is the reason why is because i don't want to have to attack the person that hurts my dog (laughs) (laughs) i don't hear the call that marlon you got bail money i'm in jail (laughs) ambrose for what i don't want to have to yeah i don't want to have to attack people don't hurt my you know my dogs are little pomeranians and they they get hurt very easily (laughs) right uh, we don't even want them jumping off the couch too high right But yeah, that, you know that. Hopefully, she gets her. You know, no amount of money is gonna make her happy again. No, but, no. You know, hopefully, she gets some sort of justice out of this, and maybe shed some light on it. Maybe they need to vet their employees more. Maybe they need to no. rotate them more, check in with them more, watch actually watch those. Like the manager at the store should watch all the pet grooming videos from the day. Yeah, they need to have like random check-ins where it's like, all right, you need to check so many videos a week to, to a make day, sure or that- you know three week yeah. whatever the case may be and and sure watch them live yeah right? like make sure that they not or maybe pet smart should hire us uh loss prevention to also be watching the pet grooming right. videos oh yeah have a third party come yeah yeah i mean they got the money yeah my dogs mm-hmm. i got my dog's food is like 80 bucks a bag so i know they got the money you get it from pet smart i'm not going no, there no more no, i'm not going there from, no more uh, what's the green one what's uh the green one Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's Korean owned. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I might need to stop pet, that. Um, I might be selling dog to my dog. <laughs> pet, um, pets, 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 or something like that. Something it's like green. That. It's a yeah, green building. Green building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're nice though. I like them. Or do we get our stuff from PetSmart? I don't know. We don't... I've been to PetSmart, but I ain't going back no more. Yeah, they ain't get my money. They ain't get my money. Anyways, you know. I thought I had another one. Oh, we talked about Ricky Martin. Yeah, poor guy. Well, maybe we should talk about this now. I th- I thought this was good. I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. I mean, I if you haven't it. seen the movie, nope. This is a spoiler alert. We are about to talk to you guys about it. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert for sure. Come back right. later. 
watch it later. We definitely going. We, we release our audio version on uh, Spotify, Google, Apple, all your favorite platforms. So if you don't have time to watch this or listen to this, or if you don't want to listen to it right now, then uh, join us on there tomorrow. It'll be released and you can listen to it. But I liked it. Yeah, everybody, you know, so I went to go see this with some friends. I saw it with Marlon, too, and we had a squad in there. Yeah, we had the whole. It was like six of us, right? Yeah, two, four, six. But I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, like, um, <clears throat> I, I think the, the big thing that I like about Jordan Peele is, um, how do I say, Jordan Peele is one of the first, like, black directors that has been given enough money to put out like high budget movies mm-hmm. that have authentic black characters. Like, you know, you, you watch some of these shows and and you watch some of these uh, movies or whatever. And I think it's a breath of fresh air to be able to see a black character that like I 100% can relate to as a black person. And I feel like with all his movies, even, you know, they've been kind of on the cusp of like artistic portrayal or whatever the case may be. I still feel like, whoever's writing these scripts or whoever's directing or well, he's directing it, but you know, right. it's a team. Like, I just feel like he's doing a really, really good job of bringing that authentic black experience oh, yeah. to a movie I to where people so. can see like, this is really how black people like portray these different situations. And then, like, even like the small nuances between the brother and the sister in here, like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I felt like, like these were like, black people that live down the street for me that like I see growing up. So I, I, it's a breath of fresh air that he's able to bring such a realistic, um, relatable character. Yeah. Like these are black. You're really seeing black people that aren't rappers, gangsters, drug addicts, or misogynistic, you know, the stereotypical, what you would see on something, a movie that uh, a white director made. Basically. You're getting boys in the hood, you know, yeah, yeah. Wait, was it Boys in the Hood? Or, I mean, Boys in the Hood no, was, wasn't it. It was that was a. Um, that was uh, black. No, no, no. Boys in the Hood was black. It was, it was black. black. I can't but remember his name. But it was that stereotypical. It was still stereotypical. Uh, but like Kiki Palmer's role, like her as a you know um, a LGBTQ uh, black female, I felt like was spot on. Was spot on. You don't see in that today's type world, of, yeah. LGBTQ representation for black, for, especially for black females, like that shit was spot on. And at least it wasn't something that was um, like a lot of people that watched uh, and just like that, the Sex in the City reboot, the yeah, Shay yeah. character that was non-binary. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so stereotypical. Oh. They, it, it was actually a relatable character. Like if you go to the gay club and if you're a lesbian um, or even you know just a gay male in the lesbian club or. Right. You'll see this type of girl in there. You know, I I've, I know that girl in real life. <laughs> right, right. It's like you, exactly. Like, we all like, know, I that, know girl. that person. Yeah, so I, I, I appreciate I appreciate that from him. Um, but beyond that, though, I like the spin that he brought for UFOs. Yeah, that was very interesting. I um, never I never would have thought about it like that. I would have never thought it either. I, at first, I was like, man, I can't wait to see these aliens. <laughs> that, 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 right, right. I thought it was going to be a ship. Motherfucking gray men will come out. And then those little men that were in the barn when they did come out. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Bro, I didn't even notice. Okay. Well, so when we were watching, I didn't even notice the thing moving. Neither did I. Said something. I was looking over oh, to the until uh, I told you. Yeah. 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 I was looking over to the left because I was like, someone's going to come around that corner over there. So I was like looking over there like, it ain't going to catch me off guard. And he was like, 
bro, do you see it moving? Mm. And I was like, I was like, oh, I saw it like Man, creeping that, up on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. There's a lot of scares in that movie. And okay, so uh, somebody brought this up to me, and I want to. I might get canceled this time. I don't oh, care. Somebody brought this up to me. It may not be canceled, uh, but anyway, they were telling me that they didn't. Uh, they heard a lot of bad things about this movie. That it was stupid. That it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. All this stuff. So what I told them is, here we go. Well, what? <laughs> this is what I said. This was my response. Knowing the person that said it, knowing their background, knowing their educational level, knowing how open their mind is to different things. Right, 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 right. I said, look, just like the black community in the Latino community, we have those people in there that don't are not very educated. Mm-hmm. They don't culture themselves. Mm-mm. And when they go see this movie, they think that they're going to see what they saw in the preview because he's teasing you with that. Right. Right. That's part. And of because it. you're not exposed to all these different cultural experiences and you're, you know, I won't say necessarily education. I would just say that you're naive. not open minded and you're naive. And when you go in there, it wasn't what you wanted. And so you said it was stupid and that it was slow and it wasn't interesting at all. But honestly, I said this is the most his movies are always artistic. Yep. They always make you think. Yep. They always include um, great black characters. Yep that think outside the box that show you something different and, and there's I always think a that, deeper meaning i feel like yeah he always i think puts, that's what he wants to show is that black people they are smart black people can put on these uh magnificent movies with the shots that they had in the desert man at, at hey, some point it was beautiful to see that ufo in the in the desert sky right yeah when it did that whole transformation and thing, yeah it like, transformed i didn't get it, I didn't get it either the butterfly effect dope. at the end but yeah. it i think uh, i read an article that jordan pill wanted to make it as beautiful as possible and beautifully okay. he said beautifully scary i could see that and i was like yeah that works i can see that that works but i mean he took it in such a, a creative direction and then too it's just like if you watch this movie i feel like if you watch this movie, you have to take an appreciation for like dogma in a sense of oh yeah right. We've looked at UFOs from this one perspective our whole life, right? And here comes somebody out of the blue that said, "Let's flip the whole idea of UFOs on its head and give it a whole new uh, uh, a basis, like a whole <laughs> new baseline. Like it opens up the door." But think about it: the way he projected UFOs puts a whole new perspective on one ufos where they come from and what they actually are two what an alien could look like or be and three like maybe it's not about science and physics and all that stuff maybe there's just maybe this it's not animal about technology yeah it's not about technology it's just this animal, it's just or creature animal. that just has extraordinary abilities Right, like it just flips so many. So there things was some, on his head. but there was also some things in there that were hard to understand. I will admit, it, you know, I made me want to research it and figure it out. Um, that there's a director. So in the movie, if you've seen it, 
Spoiler alert. I know. We're giving <laughs> right. out all the tea. So, like, <laughs> you don't if you haven't seen the it, then click off. But in the movie, what happens is uh, uh, I can't remember his name in the movie. You're talking about the director that they paid to come get the money shot. Yeah. They paid yeah. a director. So, basically, it's Kiki Palmer, and I can't remember the other guy's name. He, had, he has a weird name because he's not even American. Yeah. He's he's foreign. A foreigner. I forget what his actual name is. You want to look him up? Yeah. Let me see. Oh, when you look up the scripture or the scripture that he put at the beginning of his movies, because oh, he always yeah. puts a scripture at the beginning of his movies um i really like the part uh well yeah we'll talk about the director too though yeah so uh and the beginning in the opening of the movie it opens with a piece of scripture from the biblical book of how do you say that nahum 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 chapter three verse six hmm it's and it reads i will pelt you with filth i will treat you with contempt and make you susceptible a spectacle. a spectacle sorry <laughs> i can't no, no, read no, today will uh, make you a spectacle i will pelt you with filth i will treat you with contempt and that will make you a, and make you a spectacle i feel like that's like in reference to the feelings that the ufo had towards them Oh yeah, you know what? He was making them a spectacle while he was basically terrorizing their entire valley. Yeah, that's true. But I don't. I mean, this I'll treat you with contempt. Which yeah, I mean, because he was like, don't look it in the eyes because it's a predator, like it's an alpha predator. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's some way deeper meaning beyond it. Yeah. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya is the other character. He's probably gonna be in the next Black Panther too, huh? He said no, he wasn't gonna be in that movie. Oh, he wasn't. Mm-mm. He said nope. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, but he he was also in the movie. He's Kiki Palmer and, and da- Daniel are brother and sister in the movie, and yep. they're living on a farm. Their dad, Keith uh, Keith David. Yep. Uh, he plays their father, and. Uh, he gets hit by something that came out of the sky. And I thought it was an airplane, like they said, that crashed. I did, too. I thought it was an airplane. There was, like, keys and everything falling out of the sky. And then the uh, uh, coins. He got hit by a nickel. He got hit by a nickel. A nickel went straight through his eye because he was looking up to see. He heard screaming. So, apparently, that thing had ate some people and, and was flying around in the cloud, right? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he dies. Uh, Keith David dies in the movie and uh kiki palmer and daniel they're on the farm together and they want to figure out what's going on because he doesn't believe that it was an airplane or whatever they say that it was debris from an airplane so they end up getting some cameras they end up uh trying to get a hold of a director director which is michael wincott played Mm -hmm. the director in the movie Mm -hmm. And they want the director to catch this impossible thing on film, which is the predator in the sky. Yeah. And uh, so they camp out and try to catch him. What I don't understand is why he gave himself to that thing at the end after he got the footage. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I didn't get the whole like fanatic. And like, then I, yeah. And idealistic. Then, <laughs> like I got to get this shot. And then the, he mentions the purple people eater. Did you hear when he was talking about that? They were like, he just said some cryptic shit and walked away from me. He's talking about the purple people eater, the one eyed purple people eater. It was and just a metaphor for the thing in the sky. For the thing in the sky. Yeah, it was just a metaphor. Oh, okay. Basically, like 
the I was thinking that he had seen it before. He has I th- I think that he had came in contact with that purple people eater and he couldn't face it because he gets impossible things on camera, right? So I was thinking that he came in contact with it and didn't face it and now this is here and he's repeating it because now he wants to face what he couldn't face. I don't know. That's yeah, no, just, fair. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's all can be interpreted in like multiple ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the connection. So one thing in the movie, they also play at the beginning, a monkey on a show that I have absolutely no idea where that <laughs> came from. The monkey on the show, um, terrorizes the audience and kills them all and kills the cast of the show with this monkey. And uh, the little and boy, the shoe that just stands like right up the whole time, and yeah. Never falls. So that was I not explained. So Stephen, Stephen Yuen, the guy from Walking Dead. If you guys haven't seen him, uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead yeah. is in this movie, and uh, he, he did was a good, he, did a, he did a really good job. He did a really good job. But he's the little boy under the table when the monkey kills everyone, and he sees this shoe standing straight up, like the shoe is standing like literally just like this. Hold on. The shoe, I, I didn't do this on. Oh. The shoe was standing like this. <laughs> oh, just, just on the floor. The just, whole time. Does not, does not fall over. Does it's not, not falling move, over, nothing. Doesn't and the, tilt, doesn't sway. And he's under the table steal. hiding from the monkey because the monkey just murdered everyone and it's covered in blood. Yeah. So. Like it brutally murdered everybody. Yeah, brutal. And when it don't make a noise because there he go, he go boom, <laughs> right again, right. He gonna come back and hit you. So, um, you know, he's staring at the shoe because he notices it's standing up. And then the monkey comes over to him and wants to do that. What's the fist bump? That fist bump thing. The explosion one. The, expo- the fist, yeah, poof, the thing. He wants to do that to him, but then they blow the monkey's brains out right there. Yeah, that was a little graphic. So I also read online that that was, uh, so he ends up growing up and becoming the man that tries to tame the thing in the sky, the the UFO in the sky, right? So he brings all these people out. And at first, this animal or predator or whatever it is that's flying around in the sky, he's only eating horses. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Well, nah, he didn't eat horses in the beginning. Remember when he killed the dad in the beginning of the movie when he flew around and he, he had them screaming people in there? He wasn't eating just horses. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So sense. I don't that know why sense. he that thought that he could. Uh, so basically, the the what I read online is that um, he was trying to tame the UFO because he felt like in that moment when that monkey was fist bumping him instead of killing him after he killed everyone on set, that he could tame it. Oh, he had some type of special ability to connect with it because like, he thought he did. He thought he did, and then it sucked it him sucked all up. Him up and ate his ass too. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I thought they were going to show the inside of all those people getting digested. They showed a little bit of it, but they I kind of wanted to see more. Right? Yeah. I wanted to see if the inside of that creature like broke their bones down with acid or had teeth or something else. They were yeah. just kind of like swimming around inside him, screaming for a long time. Yeah, that part was very underwhelming. Like yeah. for them to show us that it was eating them, but it was just kind of, it would look like, you know, it looked like, it looked like some people were playing under the sheets. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. how many of those little romantic, obviously they were dying and screaming right. and screaming, but like, you know, those romantic scenes where they're all like, under they're the all under the sheets, sheets moving like, around. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little underwhelming. It was a little under- yeah. underwhelming. I wanted to see their their bones break and their heads explode. You know, I like yeah. to see all that stuff. I like to see gore like that, but. Um, Did he like, I guess, <laughs> like regurgitated all the, 
stuff that yeah, he did. Yeah, they regurgitated like, everything over oh. the house and covered it in blood. But I didn't even get the like. I felt like they should have showed the house and then just show this pool of blood just coming down. Yeah, like they could have done a little bit. Before. Like, uh, what's that movie? That scary movie where they. Um, Read the that that book. Uh, damn, I can't think of oh, it. Sorry about the Ouija board. Um, uh, they read the book and bring those people back from the dead, um, or they bring those Hocus demons Pocus. those demons out. It was the anyways. I'll figure it out later. But that movie was the most bloody movie ever made. They used some really? some upwards of uh, twenty thousand twenty thousand gallons of fake blood on set. Yeah. Well, they weren't playing around. Yeah, that whole movie was filled with blood. Um, anyways, it was a re- it was a reboot of an old movie. I can't remember what the name of it was. Right? Oh, dang! It left my head. Oh. <laughs> I like the uh, the uh, the computer guy. Yeah, yeah. I like cool. I like when cool. they throw in cool. a different character. That was a nice like. We needed that touch of just a little bit of a different character, like in the action. He, yeah, he, he, was, he was funny. So like they him. bring a tech guy out, and he sets up all the cameras to try to capture whatever it is in the in the valley, I guess. And he realizes, hey, why are y'all pointing the cameras up? And he's yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. want to see what y'all are doing. And he's like, I can I can <laughs> I can monitor it re- re- remotely if you guys need me to. They're like, no, thank you. Right, no, we're fine. And he does it anyway. And then um, this is the girl that was in Euphoria. She's working with him. I thought she was going to have a bigger role in the movie, oh, yeah? but she didn't. No. It seemed like she did kind of, right? In the beginning. At first, in the beginning, I thought, yeah, there's going to be uh, like more of a dynamic with that. But Yeah. Her name is Barbie Ferrier. Ferrier? Good luck I can't say you. it. Her, oh, she was Nessie in the, mo- in the, sh- in the movie. You know, hot uh, but she was on Euphoria, and she's the one that has a uh, adult channel for men that she dresses up for around the euphoria show. <laughs> oh, is that what she does in euphoria? Yeah. Oh, she's in high school and she's like putting on these masks and, uh, showing her body to these men and, and calling them pigs and stuff. And they're paying what? her money. <laughs> I was like, damn, I wasn't doing this in high school. I didn't even have a computer. <laughs> I didn't even have good internet in high school. Right. We had that AOL. <laughs> now you could apparently do anything in high school. I'm, yeah, I you wasted, can do anything from your phone. Look, now. I wasted my young body. No. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, she was in the movie too. So that was a nice surprise to see her in there. Um, but in the end, how do you feel about the end? I just wasn't expecting them to kill it in the end. Uh, that's, oh, I don't that's think they I knew was. they were going to kill it. No, no, mm-hmm. I don't think so either. But I just I just wasn't expecting it to get killed in the end. And then it exploded the way that it did. So at the end, they lift this, uh, Kiki Palmer lifts this, I guess, floatable man into the sky. Yeah, like a little cowboy. Little cowboy man. He goes flying in the sky and this thing eats him. And... I don't know why he exploded though. If he pops the, I guess the little man popped him. Yeah, I guess just the pressure just fucked him up. Good. Yeah, uh, I don't know I what happened. That, he just exploded, and yeah. Kiki Palmer got the picture right in time. She got that picture right in time too. Oh, and that was the other thing. The whole gist of the movie was uh, Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya were basically trying to prove to everybody that this UFO existed. So the whole thing was they were trying to like run around and lure it out so that they could get a picture of it. But the problem was. The UFO had some type of ability to shut off anything that used electricity. Oh, like yeah. Anything that used any form of like electricity, it would be able to shut it off. So they basically had to get that director guy to come out there because he was a guy that only used um, he had 
He had the cameras. spinning one. Yeah, he had two cameras that were fully mechanical. They had no uh, electrical parts in them at all, which made no sense because then they had he had, I guess, got a shot of it or didn't get a shot of it because I guess the sun was in a way or something like that. So then he's like, I'm going to go up on this ridge and I'm going to get the money shot. They're like, and everybody's just like, wait, what the hell are you doing, bro? Like we, 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 you should have got the shot by now. We lured it out twice. So he goes out there with the camera and he's just like rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. And the UFO comes out and sees him and was like, Oh, I'm gonna eat your ass too. Like, what's up? And he just stands there the whole time getting the shot and lets the thing eat him. And it was just like for no point, no reason. It's like right. he didn't well, drop the camera. Like he didn't drop the camera so they could get the footage. Like he gets eaten for no reason when he could have just got the shot and been safe. So that was like that. That was weird for me. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I think there was something that behind that, a deeper meaning, or or I don't know. I don't understand why that happened either. But yeah, I, don't know. I didn't like that part of it. But in the end, Kiki Palmer gets her shot. Yeah. From that well, she she takes it right when that thing opens up and flies over and sucks that thing in. Right when it sucked him in, the, right the, the, uh, right when it sucked him the inflatable cowboy, bam, she got the shot, and it was like money shot. And it so, was like it was a good shot too. I guess that means they're rich now. Yeah, they're gonna they gonna send that to Oprah. They going on tour. They gonna come. Yeah, they're gonna go on tour and talk about it. <laughs> come to our farm and see the UFO. You might die, but but you, you know. know what? I I feel like we should have stayed till the end of the credit. I feel like that's a thing now. I don't know. Did he release something after the credits? I don't know. I did see. I, ironically, though, the day after we saw the movie, I did see another preview for another Jordan Peele movie that's getting ready to come out, and it looks like it's going to be pretty freaking good. Here it is. Uh, nope, ending. Uh, no post-credit scene, but lots of surprises. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I liked it overall. I, like I, li- it. I liked all the shots. I li- it was plenty of scares in there. Uh, we didn't give away every single detail. Hope you know if you haven't seen it. No, I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> there's definitely some nuances in there. You gotta like, you just gotta go see the movie just to like really get the full grasp of of what he did. It was a good movie. Like, I don't, I don't understand what people like. I think closed mindedness is you got to open your mind to something different. You can't expect just because it's not an alien like you expected. Oh, I don't like it now. Yeah, you can't go into them. I, I feel like movies, or at least from this particular director, like you can't go in there with a preconceived like expectation because he yeah. always goes left of what you expect. Like that's his thing. Like he's gonna suck you in thinking that it's this, and then he's gonna put the real storyline in there, and you're not gonna know until you get to the movie theater. So it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go to a Jordan Peele, just know that like you're gonna get something new. You're in for a ride. And one image I forgot to put on was this one, actually. Oh, the Ruru? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man, so... This season, like, <clears throat> this season was good, but the... the it, and uh, These so, last four seasons, you can tell RuPaul is just doing shit for production. She's not, like... I feel like I it's feel like I'm gonna be so upset. Big. Well, let's do a spoiler alert, guys. Yeah, now yeah. we're gonna talk about RuPaul's Drag Race and uh, All Stars. If you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. so uh, I haven't seen the last episode. I should have watched it, but I had other things going on. But we're gonna talk oh, about man. it, and Marlon's gonna shock me. Um, I mean, we don't. Have, I don't necessarily have to tell you what the spoiler is uh, to tell you why I'm upset. But well, I, I, I feel like the last few. Um, so, like, obviously, I've been on reality TV. I've watched plenty of reality TV shows. So, like, 
I appreciated RuPaul's Drag Race because it was like one of the few reality TV shows that you could tell that production wasn't forcing certain narratives. Like production wasn't, I mean, like the show hadn't gotten so big that the corporate wigs are in there, like pulling all the strings to make the show go a certain way type shit. Right. It was just, these girls are going in there. Best person wins. But like the last, I would say, I'm going to say the last four seasons. So All Stars was that 14? Yes, it's for season 14. And uh, then this 13, is 7. And then like then the other All Stars. I was like I, you can see some of these moments where you're like, mm, I think they did that for TV. They didn't do that cuz that was actually what happened. I think they pulled some strings to help certain people and I was like, but I'm not against it because it was just like minor stuff. But this season was my last fucking draw, okay? Because they purposefully put in a last minute spin, right? They purposely put in a last minute spin. Which you knew kind of they were going to do that because RuPaul, if you watch the other All-Stars, she does that. Oh, no, exactly. And I'm okay with the whole right. last minute spin. Okay. It's just the way that they did it, I didn't like because I felt like uh, I felt like they put that last minute spin in there because they were trying to help one particular queen have a shot over the other girls. And the reason I say that is because if you look at Jinx, Jinx has earned every last one of her stars. This is Jinx here. Jinx Monsoon. She's earned every last one of her stars, right? Um, Jada, I think, got a free star. And I think, what, Monet got a free star. Every other queen has earned every single star that they have. Now, and I'm going to just leave it at that. All I'm going to say is, so then we get to this very last twist, and I feel like they did it only to try to save a certain queen. Um, Let which me ends guess. up making, and that queen ends up making it to the final four. And it's just like, okay, so now you're going to shit on all the other queens that have been performing and winning stars this whole season all the way up until this last moment that basically make all their wins null and void. Okay, so before you tell That's me bullshit. who the top four is, to I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick. Your top four? Yeah. Okay, go. And don't make a face either. Okay, my this is who I think is in top four. Shea Coulee. That's one. Okay. I'm just count them out so you got Shea Coulee. Okay, I got Shea Coulee. Jinx Monsoon. Okay, there's two. Uh, the Vivian. Okay. Oh man, this is harder than I thought. And uh, the Trinity the Tuck, just because she's my favorite. Trinity the Tuck is up there though. She Trinity is. The Tuck, Trinity the Tuck and Jinx were my two favorites, like all season. Uh, yeah. Evie oddly fell off a little bit for me this season. She did. But I will say you have to watch this last episode, and you'll kind of understand why. Um, so who is it? Oh, the tops. Oh, it's Trinity. Oh, Vivian got screwed. So Shea Coulee. Trinity, Jinx, and Monet. Yeah. yeah. Wait, turn the turn the camera off. So <laughs> basically, if we're gonna be fair, Shea Coulee shouldn't be in there. Vivian should. Vivian got robbed. And that's no, the other thing. Monet should not have been there. I don't I don't think Monet deserves to be up only, there. Okay, the only reason I say Monet deserves to be there is because she actually won more stars than Shea Coulee. Okay, that's fair. Throughout the season. That's the only I mean, that's really the only I guess she's Different. just not. I like I like Monet. She's just not my favorite out of this out of these people particularly. And oh, Raja, no. I thought Raja was going to be up there. 
I really liked Raja. She was funny. Man, the roast, guys. Did you if you've seen the the roast? I watched the that episode. She did. She did. She did do it. She I did watched good. it five times in that a row good. because I was dying laughing. Oh my god! When when uh when uh what's her name came up. Uh, Jinx, Jinx Monsoon came oh, up and on. she's like Trinity let her husband <laughs> let her last boyfriend down <laughs> she's so nice she let her last boyfriend down easy she said let's just be cousins <laughs> I was dying I was like oh my oh, god no. she was the best one yeah yeah but I, I felt like all those type of challenges <laughs> yeah. I already knew Jinx was gonna win oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, she's a comedy but, queen but she didn't but like it was like you, know, it's like you know how when you expect somebody to win so you don't get as like excited or you don't get as wild by their performance because you're like i expected that from you i feel like jinx jinx is one of those few queens that took you it already to expected level. her to win but she still wowed you anyway like you right know what I mean? yeah like, like she's that, still taking it to the next level yeah. every single time and that that i appreciate that from her yeah, and i like her she i didn't you. know if i was gonna like her because she looked really weird off off at a drag she looks like a serial killer she looks like, like a serial killer it. but i love her anyway yeah no. <laughs> She's, she's my favorite. She's my favorite of this season for sure. But uh, and then it's Trinity, and then it's the Vivian. The Vivian was good, and I How think you, who maybe. Do you, wait, who do you think is better? You think you think Trinity was better than Vivian? Because it's a man, close. it's, it's a very close. But honestly, if I had to choose, uh, I would Ooh, choose. It's tough, ain't it? I would choose. Trinity. Trinity? Yeah. I, I because can't even she, do that I mean, I Vivian was that. funny as hell, too. Like they It's were, hard. <laughs> it is hard. Um, Shea Coulee, I loved her outfits. I love that, that, that glowing when they all came out in the With neon the sun, glow. The, yeah, the, the sunflower like outfit sunflower? that she had Dude, was really nice. I think that was one of the best looks of the season. Yeah, I, I really, really think that liked was one it of the best a lot. Looks. It was really yeah. nice. Yeah. That was a really good one. Um, I mean, my top my top three were Vivian, Jinx, and Trinity, just off of pure performance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Raja was funny. I think, but she just. <sighs> I thought she held she held up really well for not being on since season what three. Yeah, because it's been a while for her. So she's yeah, like, she's ancient. Like, let's just be honest. I think she held up really well compared yeah. to them because they, even though. Um, you know, they also have been off. They weren't off as long as her. And also they have been getting exposure and we really haven't heard anything about Raja. No, no, no. Yeah. And I mean, she came on there and actually I, you know, I'll be honest when Raja came on her, her first season of season three or two, I can't remember. I did not like her at all. That's what Eric was telling me. They I didn't that like she that. She very, like, Yeah. She was very arrogant. She was very, um, she was not mean. easy to like. Yeah, she was not easy to like at all. She was a uh, uh, what's her name uh, that we didn't like before, and now she came. Raja. Back she was oh, Raja. The yeah, other Raja. The, the other the black Raja. 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 She came on that first Raja season. Raja Davenport, like, right? Is it like, Davenport? Is it Davenport? I think it's Raja Davenport. Uh, yeah, she wasn't. I was like, girl, why are you so? Why are you so aggressive? Why are you so and mad? Mean and yeah, and this is how. And this is how this Raja was. I guess it runs in the name, right? But All right, <laughs> if your name is Raja and you're a drag queen, check right. it before you go on RuPaul. Check yourself, right. or check that ego, bitch. Right, check it at the door. Um, but no, I think she redeemed herself for me, not having seen her in so long. And okay. she was such a. I, I like her now, and I did okay, not I don't, like this, her. I don't. I don't. We'll see. I don't have that preconceived. Uh, no first impression. Oh, you know what I mean? Because I or you know, just because yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that season. But 
I feel like in this season, I, I mean, I liked her as a queen. I liked her looks. I liked what she presented. I just felt like she never like wowed me. Yeah. She just did like mm. the she just did the re, the required the you know required I mean? all star, which is actually surprising though. That's what surprised me is because oh, she okay. hasn't been on so long yet. She was still being able to keep up with the caliber that they had. Every other queen had not as high as some of them, but she had I, her moments. She had her moments. Um, the roast. I see what you're saying though. You're saying because like because the drag is completely different now than when she was out. But yes, she was able to and come she's in able to come in with and young queens because these are relatively were amazing too. Oh no no no! I, I, hey, her drag is trust me. Her drag is on point. On like, point. Her looks, I I cannot knock. I guess I was looking more so at her performance, just because like mm-hmm. I feel like with all these queens, I think the only one she that had uh, like bad looks here and there was uh, Monet, Monet Exchange. Yes. She had some looks that I was just like mm. questionable. Um, I think Vivian had like one look that I was like. Eh. And then, uh, uh, and then Jada, Jada and Raja had a couple looks that I was like, it's like for all stars, I think you might have came a little bit harder than that. And then obviously Jinx had that one where she just literally like glued together paper mache and just called it. Oh yeah, that <laughs> but a, she knew she moment. was gonna fail that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what she ended up winning, right? or they yeah, liked I mean, her outfit. They liked her outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah they, they, it they ended up liking it. <laughs> But, but this yeah. was a, this was a tough cast. This was this was this so was. my prediction again. Who was it again? You said Trinity. Man, I want Trinity to win, especially the only, the only. because the 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 joke between her and Monet. Remember when she says, uh, "I think it was Evie Oddly that threw the joke out there on the roast," and she's like, uh, "Monet, the real winner of season oh, four, Bob's Drag Queen." Yeah, yeah. So I was like. And, and Trinity was like, "You bitch!" Wait, did you see the ones when, um, when uh, uh, it was like twice? I think Jinx had made a joke, and it was kind of towards Monet Exchange, and she started laughing. But then she had that moment where it's like she laughed at the joke, and then you saw that moment in her head where she was like, "It was oh, no, now that I was Trinity." Was. I watched it five oh, times. It was, Trinity. it was Trinity. She says her mother delivered at least one joke, and then she, <laughs> and was, she, like, and she was like. <gasps> Oh, you talking about me, bitch? That that was my favorite. And she says, everybody talks about uh, Trinity's, uh, and this was a jinx. She's talking about, no, it was Evie Oddly. Everybody talks about Trinity's uh, plastic surgery. I'm not going to make fun of her for that. She's like, jinx has had some too. And she's like, I'll give you a couple of minutes to to find find it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying. She did really good, though. She did yeah, really good. That was a, that was a tough good. one because we already we already knew Jinx was gonna win. But then Vivian and Trinity like has such a like like neck and neck performance. Man, she crashes like and she's like, like it's so hard to so hard to go up there after that strong roast <laughs> <laughs> from Jada Essence Hall. Oh my uh, god, poor Jada. Like, but oh, at least this is bombing you know, just like that last joke did. Right, but. I like Jada even though she bombed in that roast. She still held it together. I like that yeah. she took all the critiques from the last seasons that she was on and how they tell you to keep going. And yeah, don't yeah. don't break character or whatever, and she didn't do it. I like yeah. that about her. She so kept the sauce. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, she and was and good. She just, I, I like the fact that like 
<laughs> she won when like quarantine and all that shit was going on. Right. So, like, yeah. You know, it was kind of like you won, but it was just, you didn't really get to experience the height of that. So I thought I thought it was dope. They should have had a redo for her. Yeah, and gave her the chance to do a redo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's obviously not going to win. This and season. then uh, Trinity is talking about. Oh, and I forgot to mention Raja, but I forgot about Raja, but so did everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh my god, it was so funny. And when. Uh, Jinx Monsoon went up there and talking about Ross Matthew too. So but I'll have whatever intestinal parasite he's oh, having. He's having. <laughs> um, no, and she's like, God. RuPaul, the Rosetta Stone of oh, drag. drag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jinx is just like oh, I like her God. her bookings, her bookings have probably go way quadruple <laughs> since this 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 season. Especially after Snatch Game. Like after Snatch oh, Game. Oh my god, Snatch you Game. You know had her me bookings dying. were just like <laughs> Yeah, she had me dying. Oh my God. I love her to death. She's so funny. I watched that too like three times. The, the Snatch Game? Yeah, the Snatch Game. Oh my God. Like just <laughs> It never gets old. It's just like when you when you see somebody in their element, it's just like crazy because it's just like you're forever entertained. Mm-hmm. Like you're just forever. You know you're gonna be entertained. It. Yeah. The only thing that stood out for me for Monet in the roast was when she said, um, "She's like Jinx Monsoon and her one uh, and her one man show." She wait. There was only one man at her show. <laughs> oh. And she's like, that's when I found out that I was narcoleptic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah. RuPaul was dying. RuPaul oh, did gag. But it was it was it was, it was a good season. I feel like uh I felt a little bit sad for Evie though, because um She got thrown in the background somehow. She she got outshined, I will admit that. She got she got she definitely got a little outshined. But at the same time, like I feel like um, she's dealing with, you know, because she has that, I don't know what the what it's called, but, you know, she has that thing where her joints and stuff are like. But was it bothering her? Because they didn't really shed any light on it this season, if it was or not. Or you, RuPaul, usually be like. Oh, well, you got to watch this next episode. You'll, you'll get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They touch on it a little bit. <clears throat> well, who do you think's going to win? Jinx. Oh, yeah. well, that's the thing that goes by why I'm pissed, though. But that goes back to why I'm pissed. Okay. I think they're going to give it to Shea Coulee because this is the thing. The last. OK, so this is the thing. And, and this is why I didn't necessarily. I felt like it was a scam that Shea Coulee made it to top four. I think they're going to give it to Shea Coulee hmm. uh, because if the finale is all about the whole production of a dance and a, and a lip sync and all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Jinx isn't good at that. That's not her. Like that's not a selling that. point. That's not a selling point for her performance. Right. So I just feel like she might get robbed on because I think Shea Coulee and possibly Vivian are going to have a better finale performance because that's their talent. That's their. What about Trinity? House. Um, Trinity can dance. I, no, I, I, don't, I don't have anything against Trinity. I think she can, but I think when you're gonna, when they're gonna have this much time, and when you look at Vivian's track record on this show, and you look at Shea Coulee's, I feel like they're gonna come in with a way more entertaining dance and sing and choreograph. But in the, the end, place. it's RuPaul's decision based off of the whole thing. So hopefully, she makes the right choice. She ain't been we've making seen it the last that she hasn't season. made the right choice. I'm telling you, she's gonna give it to Shea Coulee. Mark my words. We're gonna we're gonna revisit this. I guarantee you, she's gonna give it to Shea Coulee, even though Jinx deserves it. I'm gonna say that she's gonna give it to Jinx anyway. You think? Yeah. I mean, if this is the thing, I'm all pre- I'm predicting this all based off of Jinx is not going to have as 
strong of strong that performance of a performance as these other queens. Uh, Just because that's not her wheelhouse. Unless, but maybe she'll always, turn it out. She I, always does something to turn it out. Yeah, she gives so. us that jinx. Touch. We'll see. We'll see. Is it going to be live or it's just going to be on the main stage like they usually do? I don't know. They don't do uh, all stars don't have the live. Quarantine. But... No, they've pre- they've pre-recorded three different three different ways because they pre-recorded as if all three queens win and then they let then they reveal oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're going to pre-record true. it. Man, I can't wait. Uh, I, can't I, I still need to watch the next episode that you saw. Next episode's good. Next episode's good. That one. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm just up set about this the way that we'll see it might it might go the way you want it i mean my th- I, i'm 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 jinx all the way i wouldn't even be mad i wouldn't be mad if vivian or trinity won but when we're looking at whole body of work uh it shouldn't be Shea to now, Shea she Kool-Aid, knows deep down that it shouldn't either. why do you think that she's gonna choose her though just because she's a favorite I don't know, man. Maybe like Shakulay is giving her the little thing thing off screen. Like I don't know. It would be crazy if the Vivian won because she's from UK and she came to the US and dominated all these USA queens. Oh, you know her bookings went up too because oh, she's the I, only yeah, she's yeah. the only like European queen to come on the American show and she did fucking phenomenal. Yeah, her bookings. She she and is she looks for like, the next two um, years. <laughs> And she looks like what's her name? Man, I can never remember these people's names when I need to. Um, Devil wears Prada. What is her name? And she's my favorite too. There it is. It's on the tip of my tongue. Meryl Streep. They compared her to Meryl. Not not here apparently, but oh, oh, oh. they've compared her to okay, Meryl Streep several times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Look at her. I can see that a little bit. In drag, like fully decked out, yes. I can see mm-hmm. that. She has very weird uh, facial features. With Even her, without drag? Um, yeah, because Her she face doesn't move. It's very nah. frozen with Botox. <laughs> that European Botox is different. It's stronger. Or that European or plastic surgery. Right, is I don't know what's going on. They do, it, they do it a little different. I mean, she looks amazing in drag. Just oh, out yeah. of drag is, yeah. I like, mean, but Trinity still looks a little. She looks like yeah. a. She she looks like a butch lesbian. Who Trinity? No, um, uh, Vivian. Out of drag, she she reminds me oh, of like yeah, butch she does. <laughs> And I'm Trinity looks like that guy that just got man, the, the 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 that family that's on TV that is going to jail. We should have talked about them too. <laughs> The Chrisleys. She looks like Todd Chrisley at a drag. Oh, the one that we think is gay, but is yes. uh, married to Doesn't the, she? Uh, Trini- Trinity the Tuck. Post picture. I, I've only seen that show like twice. She looks yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's her daddy for sure. She looks like Todd Chrisley at a drag. It looks like her daddy. <laughs> That's her daddy for sure. You Man, got, we should have talked about that. He got an illegitimate kid. But I love Trinity the Tuck in and out of drag. She's funny. Yeah. She's like, did I say that word right? You know what I was wondering, though? Like, they only did seven queens. I thought that was kind of weird. Like, I wonder who we could have added to this. I don't There's know. Eight. I don't I don't know. Or eight. I'm sorry. Eight. There's. <clears throat> I just don't know who we would have added. But cause um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know all of the years of drag like that. But. Uh, and then two is like all winners, right? Well, they like, already bought BB's and BB's and A from season one winner back on another All yeah, Stars. Yeah. Um, I, I would have, you know, what I, she's oh, not a winner, but I would have liked to see Alyssa Edwards in this group. 
Oh yeah, I would have liked Alyssa to see Edwards her. against Jinx, Vivian, and Trinity. Oh, but guess what? Who else? Uh, what's her name? Shangela. Remember Jinx? Shangela. Mom, she was talking about you've been edging Shangela for, for years. years. <laughs> <laughs> I I would not. Oh I, that, my look, god, man, I, that I took me out. Um, Shangela probably would would really be in it. I mean, she was yeah. in it in the last All Stars that she was in. Did I know. You see it? Yes. Man, she should have won that season. I, yeah, she could have showed out this season. She oh, showed out. Man, she could have showed out. Anyway, there's, there's a there's a couple queens in here that I would have liked to see. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens for season eight. They'll probably do this again, though. Yeah. And now RuPaul's coming out with the celebrity drag race. It's to be the second it? one. Oh, it's the second one. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see the first one. There's so many different. I accidentally. Well, re- now it's like it looks like Fear Factor or not Fear Factor. It looks like X Factor on the stage where there's judges and they come out and perform and RuPaul's. There. It looks really. I don't like that setting. It's, it's very. It's it's different. It's I don't not like that the, setting. It's not. It's not the, not the same. Yeah, it needs to stay this way and stop trying to change it. And and it's a lot of like straight. They basically take straight, mainly straight mm-hmm. people. Right it's a bunch of straight audience, and yeah. that they just yeah. they want tickets to the show, and that that doesn't interest me at all. So you know, I guess. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, guys, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, um, well, we went for what, two hours. Man, I don't know, hour and a half. But if you guys want to hear about any topics, if there's any hot topics coming out that you want to hear about for our pop culture, it's the last week of the month that we have pop culture. So we have all month for you guys to submit stories to us and tell us what you want to talk about. Tell us what you want to hear. Don't get monkeypox. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of monkeypox. We should probably shouldn't even talk about it because no. they're going to tell us that we're giving out misinformation and cancel our show. Oh, oh I was just hoping to be safe. <laughs> just be safe. Right. Be safe out there. Wash um, your hands. It's not available. Apparently, the vaccine is not available. Um, it's a, I mean, it is available, but they keep running out because it's, there's not that many doses of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I got an email. Um, I'm pretty from, sure I already got vaccinated for monkeypox, though. It, it, well, apparently, if you were alive in 1970 and you got the the other what the polio pol no not polio um, smallpox smallpox it was both of them together um, then you you could be immune to monkeypox oh so if you got smallpox you probably less if you got the get, vaccine oh if you got the vaccine yeah okay okay okay, okay. oh thank oh, you thank Amy. you Amy thank you for watching I hope you guys enjoyed it we'll be back uh, next month with well which is the next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah next month next week next week uh we're coming back with therapist amy and Woo-woo. we're gonna have a show for you guys with her come bring all um, your mental problems right come bring all your problems and she'll tell you how to solve it hopefully <laughs> maybe we know we can't no fix everybody we can't yeah we can't fix everyone some but some of y'all are screwed for life and there's oh nothing my god about it i'm sorry <laughs> this one right here I mean i'm <laughs> in that group i'm in that group i'm the leader actually i'm oh the leader. my god it's I'm like trying the blind to find my meeting the blind. Well, I'm just trying to find my tribe. <laughs> oh All my the God. mentally disturbed, and we're going to die that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> just saying. But, guys, join us next next week. Uh, therapist Amy's going to come back. Um, whoop, whoop. 
I miss her. We haven't seen her. It feels like in a long time. I know, time. forever. They, like, we go more than like two weeks without seeing her. And it's just kind of like, or hearing from her, right? Amy, Amy are you watching the show? Therapist Amy, where are you? <laughs> she hasn't been attacking me on Instagram lately. So oh, that's, my God. That's good. I've been feeling attacked lately by her. <laughs> <laughs> she traded. She traded. She's like, I'm going to get Marlon the first month, right. first three months, then I'm going to get Amber. Now she's attacking me with memes, but uh, right. we love her anyway. So join us next Wednesday. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Therapist Amy comes on on Thursdays. Oh, that is right. We do. We do. Yeah, she's Thursday. Thursdays at uh, six p.m. So join us back here there. That time we will have a whole show planned up for you guys. You know everything she talks about is is a hoot nanny. Always entertaining to me because I learn something about myself. Uh, hopefully you guys do. And I'm gonna grill her this next. Better. <laughs> no, you better he, come ready. He always grills. I'm gonna grill. Your shit like Fourth of July style. Oh my God, he's gonna burst into tears. He's like, Amy, I got something to ask you, right. <laughs> and then burst out into tears. <laughs> I just don't know. How to- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next week, and uh, we're out.